0: Do you ever feel like you're on a roller coaster? Like you're on this emotional roller coaster and you're finding that sometimes you have so much energy and sometimes you are so just on it when it comes to your business, when it comes to getting things done in your household, your your productivity, just all the things. And then other times you're just so drained. Like you feel like you are a different person. Today we learn how to gauge our expectations with cyclical mapping, otherwise known as cycle syncing. We talk with Ash McDonald and she is going to give you guys so much wisdom on how this can help you to up your productivity, to gauge your expectations, and honestly to honor yourself as a woman. This episode is literally going to change the way that you see your entire month and how you are showing up for yourself and your business. All right, let's go. Welcome back to the multi-passionate mompreneur podcast where we choose to focus our energy, embrace our strengths, and move toward the compelled business women we were meant to be. It's time to free ourselves from the chaos and the constant stream of ideas and build a life of impact and joy that honors our hard stuff, that makes meaning of our losses, and that helps us to make an impact in the world. It's time to finally take our power back and gain the follow-through that we've been desperately needing while also learning to leave the swirl behind. I'm Angel McElhaney motherless daughter, self-discovery junkie, and not-so-master-juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe you can have it all. So put down that to-do list, grab that coffee, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited for this episode. Today, we have mom of three therapist and mentor Ash McDonald with us, and she helps entrepreneurial moms find their flow and really give them that success that they are accustomed to while also showing up for what matters most to them. Welcome to the show, Ash. I've been wen- wanting to have you on here for so long, and then things just started happening. You got COVID. I'm so sorry that that happened. It was been such a crazy time, and I just want to tell you how just inspirational you were with how you handled that and it just hurt my heart how much um, just seeing your story as you got COVID and then weren't with your children, especially with having little ones myself. But I know that even through that, you found kind of a silver lining in the perspective and it really went back to this idea of be versus do that you speak about so much that definitely resonated with me. And I know it will for so many, and I'm just so happy that you're here and that we can finally get to chatting about this because I know this will make a big impact in the lives of all of our
1: listeners. Welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. It has been a long time coming. So finally we're here. Love it. Yeah. I'm so excited for you um,
0: to give us so much value. In fact, I probably could have like five episodes that you could pour into my audience, but we'll stick with one. <laughs> um, 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 they can find you for sure to get, you know, all the goodness. And I hope that honestly that today can be kind of a foundation for them as they go into scheduling, because I know that that is your jam. So if we could start off, I know that you're the one that introduced me to cyclical mapping. So what in the world is this and kind of how should we go about learning about it and where should we start?
1: For sure. So... Cyclical mapping, i.e. syncing with your cycle, is one of the most profound, necessary, and impactful methods I think that women should use in general. So it's basically the concept of understanding your body so well, and I'm talking understanding your body, your emotions, your, your physical well-being, the biology that's happening In the scenes, if you will, and how it impacts how you show up. So, as a therapist and a mentor, I work with women trying to help them find a flow in their life between the things that matter most and the success they've always been accustomed to, especially before motherhood, if you know what I mean. So, trying to figure out how to make this all work. But here's what happens a lot of women, no matter how much mindset work they do, no matter how much scheduling they do, no matter how time management, all the things, no matter what they do, there are going to be days when they wake up and they're not who they were the day before. And the reason is because societally we have been taught to follow the rhythms of a man and a man's cycle, which is very different from a woman. Our hormones do, um, impact how we show up, how we feel our emotions, our excitement, our inspiration, our motivation, like all these things, including how we feel, right? Like you've had a period, every woman's had a period. It does impact how you feel, how you're able to show up. And so cycle syncing is a method that you can use to, um, well, for one, it started with the physical aspect of things and how to promote more well-being or to eliminate physical symptoms that women were feeling. And it turned into eventually over time, this concept of, Hey, if I map out my weeks and my days, my strategy, my goals to honor how I know I'm going to show up, I'm going to be so much better at it. Right? So I know that doing, you know, interviews for podcasts and being behind the scenes and doing stuff like this is going to be way better during certain phases than other phases where maybe I want to slow down work, or maybe I want to intensify networking or whatever that looks like, right? So I love using cycle syncing for a lot of the things, whether it's, it's losing weight and feeling better about your body all the way to how you map out your days. And that includes work-related stuff, but also motherhood, right? I know better now than to schedule playdates and group gatherings with my kiddos during the second half of my luteal phase or my menstrual phase. Um, I know better now than to do that because I used to do that. And I would wake up thinking, why the heck did I commit to this playdate? Like I am not in the mood to do this. So it's basically what it does. What cycle syncing does is it gives women permission to honor who they are, Gives them permission to slow down when they need to slow down it gives them permission to rev up when they need to rev up it gives me permission to launch my business during times when i know launching will be fun and exciting rather than really stressful and overwhelming and too much on my plate you so, said so like- much good
0: let's hold on first of yeah. all i love that you said that we are have have kind of built this model to where we are following a man's world and i love that one it's embracing that you are a woman i feel like for some reason We try to just like fit into the mold that is, you know, not for us. And so, and I've always hated this word balance because Mm -hmm. it is out of whack. You know what I mean? Like there are going to be times where it ebbs and flows. And I know that you talk about flow all the time, but for sure, that is exactly how it is. And I think that's really important to kind of, to acknowledge. And I think this could be a huge thing for gauging our expectations. So When it comes to what I should do, like when I should run and when I should rest, like what does that look like in the individual phases?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's four phases that we go through. You can essentially think of it, because it's the easiest, as your menstrual phase being the first one, right? When you are bleeding, you are in your menstrual phase. Now, this can last anywhere from three to seven days, and that's where it's individualized. You have to kind of understand your body. I personally believe in tracking my period for that very reason, so I can have understanding of what my body's going through. But it starts with menstrual, about three to seven days, and then it moves into follicular. So the first day that you are not on your period anymore, that you are not bleeding anymore, you are officially in your follicular phase, which can last anywhere from seven to 10 days for women. Once that's over, or you move into ovulatory phase. And this phase can last anywhere from three to four days. And then finally you move into the luteal phase, which is about 10 to 14 days, which leads you right back up to your menstrual. So if you think of it in terms of like a circle, a pie, there's four big old slices, and it goes in a rhythm, in a circle, right? You're going menstrual, follicular, ovulation, luteal, menstrual, follicular, ovulation, luteal. So you have to understand how how you go through these phases, but those are kind of the averages of them.
0: So what do you use to track that? Do you have a particular app that you could recommend or is it really just whatever, you know, like, is there something that they, that you think works best to kind of know what to track?
1: Totally. So my favorite app and the woman who is, is just kind of the the queen of cyclical mapping. Her name is Elisa Vitti. She has a few books, The Woman Code, as well as In the Flow. And she actually created an app. So what's cool about this app is you're allowed to track your cycle on it, but it also will tell you what phase that you're in. And it's called My Flow. Yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. So it'll tell you what phase you're in as well as give you a few tips and tricks as to, you know, if you're in this phase, this is how you should love your partner. If you're in this phase, this is the kind of movement you want to be involving yourself in. And so it gives you very bare bones, basic of what you can do, but a really, really great start.
0: Well, and I do notice that you like just in watching your stories and watching you, that you do change like your workouts and what you eat. Like, how does that change from um, one to four
1: on the week's? Yeah, absolutely. So every different phase has kind of a different breakdown. And this is what I do with my clients, right? To show them, teach them exactly what the phase can include. So for the easiest way to put it for menstrual phase, I think very low digestive effort. So things that my body doesn't have to work very hard to digest because my body's already working hard enough, right? Like there's enough going on internally. And so I do very low digestive, like whether it's smoothies, soups, stews, stuff like that, right? Menstruals, Mm -hmm. when we pull back, when we want to be a little bit slower with our body, a little bit slower with even what we're doing when it comes to business and planning, um, giving ourselves a ton of permission to not spend time with our kids. So that's something that sometimes sounds a little weird, but the truth is, when we are our best selves, we are best for them. And I would rather fill my cup and pull back when it's necessary and show up fuller than be this aggravated, impatient, so over motherhood right now, mama. And that's that permission piece, right? So I feel like
0: I heard a story about like some, somewhere there was, or I don't know if this was like aborigines or whatever, but there would be like this like bleeding tent or something. And the women like went off (laughs) Is that like a thing? And did I see that? I don't
1: know. It is. And there's a book called The Red Tent. It's beautiful, beautiful. It talks a lot about how historically women's periods were just this like queen, queendom, right? Like women are amazing. They're powerful. We need time to be together and to process this together. And so essentially, yeah, there's a lot of talk of like bringing that back and bringing back awareness to the fact that women's bodies are so powerful and do so much. And we've been not only ignoring it, but almost, um, villainizing it right Mm like gross a period like this is you you shouldn't talk about it you should still keep going you should show up just as good as you do every single day even when something internally that's happening to us far supersedes what men experience right so a lot of times even with the menstrual what i talk about is the best way to think of menstrual is to think of it in terms of like being pregnant when you're pregnant you almost instantly start to love yourself better You Mm -hmm. eat when you're hungry, you don't eat things you don't want, you sleep when you need a nap. You're nicer
0: to yourself if you do gain some weight too.
1: (laughs) So much nicer to yourself. And that's what I think of menstrual. So I just did a story recently or a video actually about how my menstruation phase is my favorite time of month because it really, to me, it connects me back to my center. It's, it's calm and it's, warm, delicious drinks and snuggling under blankets and just honoring the slowness that my body needs. Whereas before, of course, of course it drove me crazy as an Enneagram three, I would push against like, I need to do, 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 do. And that's kind of my biggest, my biggest phrase, I guess you can say among my clients and my audiences, you need to be more than you do if you truly want a life of flow.
0: Well, and I find that a lot of times if you do like schedule the being like you're getting more done a lot because it's more, you're not like you don't have the dread or you're not like procrastinating because it will be kind of more centered. I like that word so much better than balanced. (laughs) I feel like balance just makes us like, you know, like we are setting ourselves up to fail. But so when it comes to business, that would look like probably doing like pulling back in the way of maybe doing the back office things, right?
1: Maybe, or just even reflective stuff. So looking at the past month, depending on when it falls, looking at how something went, doing like the data collection of maybe you did a launch or maybe you have a mentorship program like me, a coaching program, and you want to kind of go over it with a fine tooth comb and and make some edits in there. So yeah, it's behind the scenes kind of stuff. You don't necessarily want to put yourself in front of people and being super social or things where you have to wear pants. Essentially, (laughs) you you want to just be comfy and comfortable and give yourself permission to be that.
0: Well, in one way, because, you know, we do kind of feel like we need to have this consistency on social media and stuff. So that might look like maybe pre-recording some videos, like, or have that sort of content or posting versus video and that sort. And then as so at, into week two, is it kind of, what would that look like?
1: Yeah. So once it's it, not necessarily weeks, because it depends on okay. some, yes. like a day period, right? True. Moving the follicular phase, this is when our estrogen starts to rise again. And with the estrogen rising, we start to feel a little bit more energy. Um, Our metabolism actually drops during this time. And so this is a good time to restrict calories if you want to, if you're in a place of trying to lose weight. So the coolest thing to me about cycle syncing is that essentially for decades, as women, we are doing whatever men have told us to do, right? Like keto diet, like reduce all the calories, do this, do that. And we're not honoring what our body actually needs. So when I talk about food and what you need to ingest during that time, it's more about balancing the hormones that are fluctuating in your body. And essentially, you're never going to be able to find that perfect balance when it comes to the hormones because they're natural. They're naturally moving, but you mm-hmm. can slow it down. So I think of it in terms of without cycle thinking your body kind of feels like a roller coaster and it's one emotion and another emotion, and da, 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 and that is natural. We do experience that. But when we eat food that honors what's happening hormonally, we make it more of like a lazy river. Okay. <laughs> like, now we're on a lazy river ride. You're not going to get a
0: seasick. You're not going to puke, guys.
1: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you can enjoy the flow a little yeah. bit more. You know, like, yeah, I feel a little up and down, but it's also that permission piece, right? So mm-hmm. in the menstrual or luteal, when I feel a little bit more withdrawn, I'm not like, what's the matter with me? I'm like, oh, it's menstrual, it's ludial. I'm going to say no to that. I know I'm not going to love that. You know, So follicular, you're actually a little bit more social. You're feeling a little bit more energetic. This is a really great time for creativity, for starting new projects. Um, I love eating things that are lighter. So lighter salads, things like that. Again, because like, I mentioned like restricting, restricting yeah. calories a little bit. This is also a good time to eat and focus on cooling foods because our temperature is rising. So again, oh. think of the in the middle piece, right? So rather than pushing our bodies and doing things that are going to affect the temperature against what the grain is. We're kind of moving with the grain. So with cooler foods, we can help to reduce the temperature that is rising. And so when I mean cooler, I mean, again, like you're not heating food. You're not eating a ton of warm foods, cooler smoothies, stuff like yeah. that um, is really powerful during this time. More, you have more energy for more intense workouts, if you will. So cardio running, hit CrossFit, whatever you're into a little bit more intense energy for that. And like I said, work is just, it's, it's a good time to start new projects. It's a good time to be creative and to allow for creativity. It's a good time for brainstorming. It's a good time for strategizing. It's a good time for showing up, right? I'm moving into my follicular tomorrow. So I feel it more right now compared to two days ago, I couldn't have done this. I could not be here with you.
0: Well, and I think it, it makes it to where it gives, like you said, like a reason for why we feel that way rather than thinking something's wrong with us, especially in as being a mompreneur. So does it gradually like with working out or with the energy increase all the way to week three? Cause week yeah. three is your go time, right? Or yeah. I keep saying weeks, but phase. <laughs> I need to say phase. phase.
1: Cause it does depend. I mean, yeah. I- Clients, I see a very vast difference with how long things last. That's what's so cool, too, right? Is that our bodies do have this rhythm, this framework that they go through, but they are different from each other. I, I, women are just incredible. Let's just put that out there. So, ovulation, the ovulatory phase, is uh, the shortest phase. It's between three and four days. When you read a lot of Elisa Viti stuff, you'll hear her talk about the concept of egg wisdom, and it's basically this belief system that when we are ovulating, even—I mean, you think of it in the bedroom, right? You're a little bit more attracted to sex. Mm-hmm. And, Well, that's, that's, um, reproducing obviously. Right. But even externally, how we omit ourselves, how magnifying we are ups the ante when we're on ovulation ovulation. So for me, that's always when I launch a new program, (laughs) because I know if I'm going to magnetize people to me or really give them the best version of me, it's going to be during these three to four days. And partially it's because my estrogen is at its highest point. So think about just womanhood and woman feeling amazing. My energy is high.
0: Well, that's great advice. So basically, if you're going to launch or maybe have like a five day challenge or do some sort of thing where you're going to be like face to camera, like in front of your clients, um, then you definitely want to make that during phase three, right? Okay, that's great advice. (laughs) And then, um, and then what is tell us about the phase
1: four? So once we move into luteal, luteal is our longest phase. It lasts between 10 and 14 days, and it's what leads us back to our menstrual phase. And so thinking of it in this way, menstrual phase is when our hormones are all time low, right? So that's why we really have to honor like the slowness. And then they start to rise and flicker get to the highest point in ovulation. And then they slowly start to drop back down. So the first half of luteal, we're still pretty energetic. We're still feeling pretty good as it starts to slow down. And then the second half of luteal, it starts to really wane down before we start our period when it's an, at an all time plummet. So I kind of wish if I would have been, uh, created all this stuff, I would have had luteal be two phases because I think of it in two different realms, right? That yeah. first half. I still have a lot of energy. I'm still able to do things like running and hit and cardio. I'm still pretty good at showing up in front of the camera and and being really social. Like I'm okay scheduling stuff during that time. But towards the second half, I can definitely feel the slowdown, moving more towards yoga and Pilates and, you know, fast paced or even slow paced walks, Um, being more mindful of not back to back scheduling. And so even just the way that I schedule my weeks, I always have g- gaps in between my clients so that I can pour into myself. But during ovulation and follicular, I might fill those gaps with work because I've got the energy. But during luteal and menstrual, those gaps are for naps. Those gaps are for long lunches with friends or yoga practices that relieve cramps mm-hmm. or a in the park to listen to music because I need a little pick-me-up or I need some alone time right so again luteal is a good time to, to pull back a little bit this is also again our um, our temperature starts to go down and so it's a good time to do more warming foods so warming foods are during luteal and menstrual and cooling foods are during follicular and ovulation um, particularly in ovulation we want to be really mindful of incorporating a ton of digestive enzymes which can only be found on raw vegetables Um, when we cook them, it automatically gets rid of those um, digestive enzymes. And during our ovulation is actually when the symptoms that we experience during menstrual tend to um, stack up, if you will. So if you're not eating a ton of raw foods, you're not getting a ton of those digestive enzymes, then when menstrual comes around, that's when you're going to have the acne and the bloating and you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my husband and I, had a little date recently right before my period started and uh yeah i felt it because we did a 24 hour date and i was like i'm drinking all the coffee eating all the food just enjoying like being in a restaurant after so long of not yeah enough. and then i was like yep forget that my body was like no no no
0: <laughs> you know what since you brought that up because i have been kind of i actually told my husband about this because um you do some you know you plan so much but you plan um a 24 hour night away uh-huh. With your husband once a month, right? And then you have a couple other things you plan, right? Once a quarter.
1: So okay. My husband and I have marital standards, if you will. Every single okay. week we have a date night in. So on Wednesday nights we stay in and we date each other at home. Every other week is the other person's responsibility. So I plan one week, he plans the next, et cetera, et cetera. Once a month we have a date night out. And then once a quarter, so every three months, we have a 24 hour date together outside of the home, usually pretty local because we still have young kiddos. My youngest is one and a half. And I like to be within yeah. driving still, yeah. but yes, but it's imperative because it's the most important relationship. Even my mentorship program, my clients are always surprised to hear that I do. Well, I was a couple therapist, but I do a lot of couples work essentially because it's one of the most important relationships that you have. And if you don't, create standards, not just for yourself, but also for your marriage, then it doesn't really matter what else we do. Right.
0: Well, and you could grow in different directions. Right. Um, and then you even have like, you plan a family night, yep. you plan a personal night, like you were, you, yep. t- I was like, honey, um, hello, you need <laughs> come look at the story. All right. <laughs>
1: Are standards. So I teach people how to identify what are your non-negotiable standards that ensure that you're always showing up as your best self. Now, one for me is cycle syncing, right? That's a standard. It's a standard for me to eat to my cycle. It's a standard for me to work and to play to my cycle. So I'm ensuring that again, I'm the best version of me at all times, but there's other standards. Like my morning routine is a standard and my you know, personal night, every Thursday night, my husband takes the kids and I know I don't have to ask permission. I get to do whatever I want. Not that I would ask permission, but ask for him to watch the kids, right? Like, yes. If no, I have that. And sometimes it means out with friends and sometimes it means a bubble bath in my bedroom. Like it's just a time for me to pour into me because I'll say it over and over and over again. The more that I really practice what keeps my cup full, the more I am able to be the best mom and the best friend and the best wife and the best mentor to the people who need me, right? The more I show up in what matters most in my life, the, the better I am. And you're right. You mentioned it. The more productive I am, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I never work more than 25 hours a week and I run two very successful businesses and that's a standard of mine. You will not get me to work more than that. <laughs>
0: Well, and I love that. You set some really good boundaries. And I think that that's one of the misconceptions we have too. We think that, oh, we're building a business that we have to like be there all the time. (laughs) Like we have to like put that first whenever our priorities, if you ask someone like, why do you want to start a business? That's not, it's not about that. It's going to be more so about probably like, so I can you know, do the other priorities like the, the, my family be there for my family or provide for them. But it's for like, those are just byproducts. I feel sometimes we get lost in that. So, um, I do love that you always say like not to get lost in the doing. And I bet you that is hard as an Enneagram three, which I will say (laughs) the Enneagram in the same way kind of gave me permission to kind of like own the things that I thought were seemingly negative whenever it's like, you know, those that's just how you're made. And the same thing with this is like this is how you're made. So I think that it's great that you can use this to give you almost permission to honor that. And so I love that. And I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us about cyclical mapping and so much more. And where can we find you if we want to I keep talking about your stories. <laughs> so if they want to check out your stories or or work with you, do you want to tell us some about your mentorship program? Um, and all that, all the things.
1: absolutely so you can find me on instagram at um ash mcdonald so just my full name and my website is ash mcdonald mentoring.com so i currently have my one-on-one program that is it's my fourth baby i have three this is my fourth baby right (laughs) is uh my four-month program that i guide women through that starts very therapeutic in nature as a um private practice therapist in my past life this is so close to my heart so it's it's the mindset work it's enneagram work actually um it's very therapeutic in nature and then we move into the standards work that I've been referring to really identifying what are the standards you need to hone into to be the best version of you and once we have those two really set in stone I teach about cycle syncing and now that we know these things it's so important that you know your body it's so important that you understand that's, that that and that you have permission to be you, right? To be who you are made to be. And then we move into time management and strategy because I believe those are the order they really have to go in. You have to understand your mind, you have to have good standards and boundaries in your life. Then you have to understand your body and then it's time to actually look at time management and how you schedule things to honor the things that matter most, or over the to-do list that you have in front of you, and then finally we round it all out with some business strategy and implementation with accountability. Because I do believe that we are better versions of ourselves when somebody is there to go arm in arm with us, to kind of walk the path with us, to teach us what we need to do. And so this program is is my love. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. It's just such a great program for entrepreneurial moms who want to find that flow that they've been searching for, but still have success. Right? They have this this feeling that they can't have both. I know that feeling. I had that feeling for so long as as someone who's been in business for myself for over a decade. And so, I love it, but also behind the scenes, I'm actually working on a group coaching program as well, because there was just not enough me to go around and a lot of people wanting the coaching. And so I am getting super creative behind the scenes and in just a couple months. So it's um, still by today, which is crazy. But sometime in August, early September, my group coaching program will come out, which will open many more slots for many more mamas to make really big differences in their life.
0: Well, and I think that'll be huge for community because I think that's something that women especially really need. Um, And there is this idea, which I have said, like I hate the word balance, but there is that centered where you are engaging more deeply with yourself so that it can kind of span out where it's others in your family and then ultimately you can make a big impact in the world. So um, I think, thank you again for um, joining us on this interview and I hope you guys check her out and check out those stories that I keep wanting to show my husband (laughs) like, look, we have to do this now. Um, All right. uh, You're awesome. And thank you. And keep pouring into so many moms because I know it's so needed. Your work is very, very needed in the world. So um, wishing you joy and abundance, mamas. Um, Until next time, Angel. Now for the takeaways. This episode had so much goodness. I actually went ahead and wrote you guys up some notes. So check out the show notes so you can grab that. And so let's just recap. Cycle syncing is a method where you can adjust your diet, exercise, and social interaction based on the changes in your cycle. It's essentially giving yourself permission to honor the things that are happening in your body and how that affects how you show up in the world. So look at it at gauging your expectations for workflow and productivity so that you can ward off exhaustion and burnout in your work, but also think about how this could impact your motherhood, how it can impact your weight loss goals, and maybe even the frustration you get whenever you are expecting the same exact thing, the same exact habits that I speak about so much in every day. I think that this really will be a revolutionary thing. I'm kind of mad that I'm 37 years old and just found out about it, so hopefully that you can use this and really trying to learn more about yourself. Self-discovery, guys, is so key in knowing how you work and how you work best and what's important to you and what it exactly is that you need at the end of the day. Hey, Mama, before you go, if you found value in today's podcast or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you are thinking of the show and also connecting with you over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at angel.macklehaney or on Facebook. So check the show notes for that crazy last name. And until next time, I just want to remind you, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard things. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.